Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. The gospel that we have this weekend is very difficult for us to understand. When we read it, it appears that Jesus is telling us that one of the requirements of discipleship and following Jesus is hatred. We have to hate people, not love them, but hate them. Worse yet, we have to hate our own family. As Jesus says, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. We have to even hate our own life. Now, this is difficult for us to hear, even disturbing, coming from God, who is love himself. Throughout sacred scriptures, whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, we always hear God constantly communicating his love for us. John 3.16, God so loved the world that he sent his only Son so that those who would believe in him might be saved. John 15.13, there is no greater love than to lay one's life down for another. Jesus gives us the two greatest commandments, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so what are we to make of this? How are we to understand it? Well, I think the key for us to begin to understand what Jesus is teaching us is at the very end of the gospel passage for this weekend. He says, In the same way, any of you who does not renounce all of his possessions cannot be my disciple. Now, we have to first understand the context in which this gospel passage is set in. Jesus is right now on his way to Jerusalem. This is his destiny. He knows that his passion and death is drawing closer and closer. And so, there's a sense of urgency upon Jesus. He wants to make sure that his apostles are committed to their faith and they understand their faith in order to continue the mission that Jesus began evangelizing the world. And so Jesus is giving these apostles parables for the past several weeks, and we've been hearing them, and those parables are also for us. Remember last week, Jesus, he observes the conduct of the invited guests and how they basically are jockeying for positions of power to be noticed. And he says, those who humble themselves will be exalted and those who exalt themselves will be humbled. The week before that, Jesus says, Oh, I wish that the world was set ablaze in flames. He comes to divide households, two against three and three against two. Well, now we have this weekend's gospel. And so, what do all of these messages have in common? They're all about discipleship. Describing the requirements of discipleship in following Jesus Christ. It's all about total dedication. If we want to be a follower of Jesus Christ, one thing is necessary. We have to totally dedicate ourselves to Christ in thought, word, and deed. 
Faith is not like a jacket, something that we can put on and take off whenever we want. More to it, Jesus tells us, no attachments should stand in our way, in our faith and our relationship with Christ. Whether those attachments are possessions or titles or even relationships, nothing at all should stand in our way, in our commitment to following Christ. If we do allow any type of attachment to come between ourselves and our dedication to Jesus, chances are those attachments, whatever they may be, they will win out over Christ. Now, go back to the gospel. Jesus says we must hate father and mother, wife, child, even ourself. Now, the Greek word that he uses here for hate is messiin, a term that denotes attitude rather than emotion. The point is not how one feels towards their parents or their family, but instead one's effective attitude when it comes to recognizing the importance of living out their faith. And so you might ask yourself, well, if that's the case, did Jesus hate Mary and Joseph? Absolutely not. He loved his mother Mary and his stepfather Joseph. He loved them very much. But nonetheless, Jesus wouldn't allow his relationship with them to stand in his way of accomplishing his mission. And I think that's what Jesus is trying to teach us. Give you another great example. Jesus' friendship with the apostles. He had a great friendship. They were his best friends. For three years, they lived together, they traveled together, they ate together, and they laughed together. Remember, Jesus told them the great secret the Son of Man must suffer, die, and in three days be raised from the dead. And yet, despite his great friendship with the apostles, he would not allow his friendship to stand in the way of carrying out his mission. Well, so too with us. Nothing should stand in our way from following Jesus and living out our faith. Now, you may say to yourself, well, if that's the case, Jesus is asking me to be a monk or a nun. I have a family. I've got commitments and obligations. Well, don't worry. Jesus isn't asking us to give up the family commitments or obligations. I think what we have to do to help us understand what Jesus is really trying to teach us is turn to St. Ambrose. St. Ambrose, when reflecting upon this gospel, he said, what Jesus is trying to teach us is the indifferentia. Indifferentia, which means indifferent. Now, it's not apathy. Apathy means we don't care about anything at all. No. Indifferent means indifferent to the things of this world such that a person can say, Lord, whether I'm married or whether I'm single, it doesn't make a difference as long as I can serve and grow in my faith and love for you. Or they can say to God, Lord, I don't care if I'm rich or poor. I don't care if I live in a mansion on top of that hill or in the valley in a tin shack. I don't care as long as I can serve you and grow in my faith. That's the indifferentia. Now, don't get me wrong. Jesus is not against families or possessions or commitments. No, not at all. Those are all gifts given to us by God. We should enjoy them and cherish them. But when we practice the indifferentia, nothing stands in our way from living out our faith, then we truly are free. Free to follow Christ 
and grow in our love and our faith in him. Now, with that in mind, go back into the gospel. At the very end of the passage for this weekend, Jesus gives us these two parables. Well, I think what he's doing, he's, he's warning us. These two parables, yes, they concentrate on the seriousness of following Jesus, but also the ability to be faithful to Christ for life. You know, we have that old saying, you're in it to win it. Well, this I think Jesus is getting at. We are in it. We are in our faith, living it out every day of our life to the best of our abilities in order to win it. To win it means to grow, to grow in our love, to grow in our spiritual life with Christ, but ultimately to win it such that at the end of our life, now we have won it. Now we can enter into heaven. And so we are in it to win it. And just importantly, we help each other to stay in it to win it. Many times, you know, there are people in our faith communities, in our parishes, that are struggling, having challenges, you know, feel like giving up in their faith. Well, what we have to do is recognize that and then support them in any shape or form, through prayers, through counseling, whatever it takes. We have to make sure that we are all in it to win it. We have to remember that through baptism, we all now are related. We are spiritually related to each other through baptism. We are all brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are on for each other. Therefore, there are some times in which we have to help one another to stay in it to win it. Now, go back to those parables. Notice the fate of those people in the parables that are not able to see things through to completion or to the end. What happens to them? Well, one becomes a ruined builder. The other one becomes a conquered king. Now, those aren't pleasant images. No, not at all. I think the best way for us to remain in it, to win it, is through stewardship. Recognizing that everything that we have in our life comes from God. Thomas Aquinas always said, everything that we have, our property, our possessions, even flesh, bone, blood, to the extent of our very thoughts are not ours. They're on loan from God. If we truly believe in that, then we can freely share them with others so we benefit the whole community of our parishes. Now, where do we see that firsthand on display? Every time we come to Mass. Every time we come to Mass, we see stewardship on display. Every time we come to Mass, the first thing we do, we pray for each other, right? So we share our prayers for one another. At the offertory, we bring up the gifts, the collection, to the altar. Again, we share our prosperity with the parish or the faith community. And then we see people, you know, in the choir, cantering, people that are lectors, extraordinary ministers. These are all people sharing their skills and abilities. Again, sharing those things, the heart of stewardship. But take it to a wider level. So many of our parishes have a wide variety of different ministries administer to the parish, but also outside of our communities that create a very active environment faith community. And see, that's what stewardship does. Friends, over the past few weeks, 
Jesus has been painting a portrait of discipleship. He is laying out what is required of us as followers of Jesus Christ. Two weeks ago, he taught us to conform our life to Christ, that our actions, our words, and our thoughts have to be those of Jesus Christ. Last week, Jesus taught us about humility. Humility is the bridge to holiness. Humility helps us keep us grounded in who we are in relationship to God and one another. And this week, Jesus teaches us that we are in it to win it, completely committed to living out our faith every day of our life. See, these parables are so important for us, important to embody these teachings in order for us to be genuine followers of Jesus Christ each and every day of our life and throughout our entire life until the end. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.